Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. You're listening to the Fight for Yourself podcast. Episode one. I'm going for it. Well, hi, friends. Here we are. This is the first episode of the Fight for Yourself podcast. Today is my 45th birthday, uh, and I decided to celebrate by, you know, doing one of the most vulnerable things that I've done to date. Um, And that's what I've been doing the last few years. Every birthday, I've been doing a stretch goal so that I could uh, challenge myself and celebrate not only where I'm at, but where I want to be in the next year. Uh, Many years this has looked like going to a cabin, doing a solo retreat, and um, doing art, envisioning out the next year, just spending time in thought. Um, Another year I was crowned a queen. So queen is a status that you um, move into when your children have moved out of the home and you no longer have active day-to-day parenting duties. And rather than being sad about that, I decided to be crowned a queen and, and celebrate this new phase in life. So I went to a retreat center where there was a lot of drumming and a lot of dancing and um, storytelling uh, to celebrate this this phase that I was going into. I'll probably tell you more about that later, but it was an awesome experience. Um, One year, I even traveled alone to Spain. I did a crowdfunding campaign to prove to myself and to everyone else that women traveling alone is something that we all should do, that's something that's safe, and I wanted to celebrate that. So it was quite a learning experience. I spent two weeks in Spain alone on my birthday um, and learned a lot about myself. Last year, I decided I was going to run my first 5K. Now, this was a huge, huge goal for me because I was out of shape, um, Many, many years of mistreating my body um, it left me to a point where walking was even difficult. So I decided to make one good choice. And the one good choice was, let's make a goal to run a 5K. Um, I didn't love running at the time, um, but I was mad that I thought I couldn't do it. And so I made the goal, and I worked really hard to achieve that goal uh, last year. In the 16 months since I started making that those life changes and made that one good choice, I've lost 85 pounds. And more importantly, I have changed my mindset and am still changing my mindset. And I'm in the process of um, constantly learning, keeping an open mind, and blooming into the person that I was meant to be. It just feels like peeling away layers of an onion. Um, And so that's what I wanted to share with you all today. So my birthday challenge this year is this podcast project. I wanted to tell you what I feel like is one-on-one about the gems that I'm learning along my journey 
to wellness and empowered living. Um, And I want this to be a call to wake up and work every day to squeeze the joy and meaning out of life. All of that might sound pretty cliche, but that is what I'm working so hard to do, and I want to inspire you to do the same. Hopefully I can. Um, A little backstory on me. I have been obsessed with self-help since I was a teen. I'm blessed to come from a super resilient mother who models this behavior and kept all kinds of incredible self-help books in our bookshelf. Um, She's a great example of always striving to be better. Uh, Both of us are not fiction readers, really. We have always read self-help books, nonfiction that is going to progress us into the next phase of life. And I was taught from a very young age that it was my mother's job to be a little better than her mother. It's my job to be a little better than her and my daughter Una's job to be a little better than me. That it's really instilled in me that it's my responsibility to progress us down the road to greatness. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's about working towards a better me in all of the tiny and big ways that that shows up in my life. Professionally, I am a certified life coach uh, with a degree in gender, women, and sexuality studies from the University of Washington. I work at a nonprofit in Seattle that empowers girls and women on a daily basis. And uh, through that work, I became a body image activist. Uh, I have taught hundreds of girls and women uh, about the relationship between their mind and their body and and how to cultivate a loving relationship between those two things. Um, And so that's what I teach. Much of what I explore here will cover issues around body and our complicated relationship with it, Um, but more about that later. So what's to come? What What are we going to explore here? I'll be exploring issues, strategies, ideas, um, teachers around getting yourself to the next level. Uh, I'm all about looking at hard stuff in the face. I believe that we can look at those things that we most avoid um, and deal with it and move through it. And there's so much happiness and joy on the other side of that, uh, even though it's a pretty scary process. So we will be looking at hard stuff in the face, um, and I'll be sharing the gems that I'm learning along the way as I do that in my personal life. Um, We'll be looking at topics like the role of risk in your life and how that changes the trajectory of your life. Um, We'll talk about changing your story and what that might look like. We'll find out what micro habits are and and what the power of small, tiny little change can do for you. We'll be talking about retraining and managing your brain. We'll be talking about failure. That's a lot of fun. Um, But there's so much to be learned about failure and and I think we should talk about it. Also, we'll be talking about aging. um, And that's a dirty word as well in our culture. And so we will look that right in the face and talk about aging and all the issues around that. Of course, we'll be talking about body image and our relationship to our bodies and how that affects everything else in our lives, especially as women. And we'll even talk about concrete strategies for wellness, like sleep habits, meal planning, budgets, all of those really exciting topics, but they actually are super important components of loving structure that you could build for your life. All of these things are interconnected in our lives. 
Uh, So let's talk about it. Hopefully you'll come with me on my journey and learn with me uh, because we all deserve to have an awesome life. So today I want to talk about risk um, and how it served me in my life. This obviously rose to the top of the list as my first topic because it's all I can think about um, as I take this huge risk and start this podcast uh, anyone who knows me knows that I um, I thrive on coziness and routine. I park in the same spot when I go somewhere. I sit in the same spot. I just like things to be cozy. Um, and I've also basically built a family culture around comfort and coziness, which is great. Um, but it also means that you're staying where you are. Uh, and doing things that you're familiar with over and over, which is, um, there's a time for that. But there's also a time for breaking out of that mold. Uh, And when I look back at my whole life so far, I see a common theme of risk associated with eras of my life where I've been pushed forward. Um, And when I talk about risk, that comes with an uncomfortable feeling. Um, And so breaking out of that coziness of pattern and moving into uncomfortable zone. Uh, I found an older journal of mine where I created a a visual display of all the times in my life where I can remember taking a risk, going back to when I was young, around second grade. And as I look back at what I call this risk retrospective, uh, I feel proud of of little Michelle. I just do. Um, And it made me kind of look at things through a new lens, all the experiences I've had in my life through this lens of, when did I take a risk? Or when did I hold back and and not take that risk? And and was that a good decision or not? Um, And I use my life as a mini study of how risk can dramatically change the course of your life, really, really can over and over again. And this is just fascinating to me. Um, Before we look back into my endeavors in risk, um, I want to just kind of define what exactly what I'm talking about. The, the definition I found for risk is to incur the chance of unfortunate consequences by engaging in an action. Okay, so what does that mean? That means things might go wrong. We might fail if we try it. Geez, this drives so many of our decisions. I mean, decisions we make to stay put, to not try, uh, to live in complacency, wah, wah, wah. Um, to stay comfy. Um, and it feels like life needs to be a combination of, of comfiness and routine. And also, times when you are uncomfortable, taking a risk. Um, and I see it as like stepping onto a shaky bridge. You're not sure if it's going to hold you, but you're going to try to get over to the other side where things are pretty awesome. I call those times when we're, we're taking a risk and stepping on that wobbly bridge scratchy times. It's times where it doesn't feel smooth for me. Um, it feels scratchy and out of my comfort zone. But those are the areas and the times where I'm moving and progressing um, and doing things that, that scare me um, but have the potential to bring new, inspirational, interesting things into my life. Okay, so let's go back. Uh, I looked at that journal page and I compiled 10 times that I could see that that risk had really served me in my life. Um, And I thought we'd go over them. Um, My hope is that you will take the same action in in your life and kind of take a look back and see how times when you took a risk affected the 
trajectory of your life. And it's, I think it's a really good activity to get to know a little more about yourself. So the first time is as early as I can remember is when I was in about second grade. Um, and we moved a ton. Uh, we stopped moving when I was in fourth grade and kind of stayed there throughout the rest of my years um, in school. But before then, we moved a lot, and I mean a lot, maybe a couple of times a year. And the first risks I can see myself doing were um, reaching out and trying to make new friends as a little second grader, constantly trying to make new friends, as always being the new girl, that's not easy. Um, And I could just see myself really putting myself out there and taking a risk in trying to be liked. It didn't always pay off in the moment. There was definitely some bullying. But in the long run, I can tell how those experiences, those early experiences in that mushy brain of mine shaped who I am today. And so that was just a little minor risk that I took as a second grader. Risk number two that I can remember is about fourth grade. Um, And I joined community theater, um, just I think on a whim of my mother's. And thanks, Mom, because that is where I truly started finding my voice. I found something that I was really good at, and it distilled down to singing. And it changed who I was in a real way because that led to lessons, that led to more performances, that led to choirs, that led to bands, and frankly, that led to confidence of finding my thing. Um, and I was very shy, but I built a strong base around something that I could really do well, and that has served me so much in my life just trying through some summer camp and then continuing with something that was a little spark of passion um, and talent um, really changed the rest of my life. Okay, so risk number three was when I was about 16. And I decided, I got it in my brain that I wanted to be an exchange student and I wanted to go travel to another country on my own. I know that many people have exchange student experiences. But for me, this was huge. And I I don't really know what inspired me to do it. But I, I signed up to be an exchange student, and I told them they can send me wherever they want. So I did not dictate where I went. And I ended up being assigned to Columbia, South America. And I'm really surprised when I think back on this, um, and surprised that I chose this as a mushy brained teen. But I'm so, so glad I did. Uh, I raised the money to go and I traveled alone to South America for months as a 16-year-old. And I often talk about how I left a cheerleader and came back as a layered young adult with more of a worldview than I had before. Um, And that was a huge risk. I did not really speak the language and didn't know what I was getting into, um, but it changed my whole life and it was an incredible experience. Risk number four is when I graduated high school and I moved to another state to go to college. I was bound and determined to just up and leave. Not all of my childhood friends made that same kind of choice. Um, And I do think I had the ability to, to do that, even though I was scared out of my mind, because of the previous risk that I had taken to go to Columbia by myself. So after doing that, moving to another state, not as big of a deal as it might have been. Risk number five was choosing to be a mother. Uh, 
Deciding to become a mother at 23 was a huge risk. I had so many questions and insecurities and thinking back to that definition and visual of risk that we talked about earlier and standing on that wobbly bridge, oh, so much could go wrong. Um, But the incredible growth and love that I'm exposed to by bringing her into this world to this day is immense and continues to shape me every day. And most importantly, this was the first time that I was introduced to my intuition. I knew it was right. Um, A connection was created not only to her, but to my own self. So in having her, I was introduced to myself. Risk number six was joining a band. I joined a band at 27. Who does that? Um, Well, I did. Um, And I blew my whole world open by doing that. And it brought me back to my center and that talent that I'd known as a kid and my core. But what a risk. So many voices in my head and outside saying, you can't join a band. You're a mother. Um, And I did it anyway. And that has changed my life, and I have never regretted it. I am still a gigging musician to this day, um, and that was 18 years ago. Oh, my God. Risk number seven um, is meeting and marrying Chris, uh, my husband. This was another time that I truly connected with my intuition. It was another time where uh, by connecting to someone else in such a deep way, I am connecting to myself. It's very interesting. My gut compass told me that this super smart, kind, talented guy was here for me for a reason and that risking my independence was 100% worth it. I was so happy that life showed me another opportunity to connect with myself and with another person without losing me in the process. Risk number eight is going back to school as an adult. So at one point in my life, uh, I had a comfy career in commercial insurance. However, I was not a fan of corporate culture and was extremely unfulfilled in those positions. Um, And I took a huge risk and I just quit. I quit my career and went back to finish college. It was an unfinished business, and I wanted to finish it, and I wanted to be happy. I made no money because I went back to school, Um, but I studied very hard, and I studied what I was passionate about and had faith that it would lead me to something greater, something I was meant to do, and it did. While I was studying, I was introduced to the nonprofit that I mentioned earlier, And this has led me into a beautiful career. I've worked there the last six and a half years, empowering women and girls through the power of music. And I would have never uh, done this kind of dream job if I hadn't taken the risk to go back to school, immerse myself in my passion, and seek out a new career that fit me so much better. Risk number nine is... Solo Spain, that's what I call it. I felt pretty stuck in a rut personally, and it really had nothing to do with anyone else, but I wanted the feeling of traveling like I I had when I was 16 and took off to Colombia. And so a couple of years ago, I I wanted that 
feeling of fearlessness. And so I raised some money just like I did when I was 16. And I went to Spain for a couple of weeks by myself. And I just had the time of my life. And it was a really introspective trip that helped me connect to my core. So that brings me to just a little over a year ago, where I decided to take a step in the direction of wellness and health in my mind and body. And I made a conscious choice to share those steps, little and big, on social media and with my friends and family uh, so that I could be held accountable and so that I could possibly help and inspire other folks that could relate to me. And now I decided to take the uh, huge risk, and that is this podcast. I wanted to take the vulnerability and that sharing to the next level and um, put a voice to my story so that I could authentically talk to you as I would a friend. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. So that's it for this episode. I'm hoping that you will kind of take a glance at your life Uh, through the lens of risk-taking and see what you could find out about yourself. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because I have so much more to say.